It's definitely that time of year. I don't know about you, but in my world, it seems like almost everybody I know has gotten sick lately, including me. And honestly, there's nothing more frustrating when you feel like you're like going along and you're plugging away and you're getting things done to all of a sudden be sidelined by a nasty cold or the flu or whatever. And so today, just in honor of all the sickness that's going around, I thought that we could talk about some of the practical steps we can take to supercharge our immune systems in order to stay healthy and recover faster when everybody around you is getting sick. Sound good? Welcome to the Ditch the Carbs podcast brought to you by Thinlicious. I'm your host, Ruth Sukup, and here we'll talk about everything from the science of weight loss and metabolic flexibility to practical tips for making your health a priority in the midst of a very busy life. It's the perfect blend of insightful education, practical application, and good old-fashioned motivation. So buckle up, friend, because it's about to get real. Hey there, and welcome back to the Ditch the Carbs podcast. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Ruth Sukup, and I am the founder of Thinlicious and the creator of the Thin Adapted System, as well as the New York Times bestselling author of seven books. And I guess I am also what you could call a health enthusiast maybe a health revolutionary. And if this is your first time listening and you don't know my story, then the very quick nutshell version is that after struggling with my health and my weight for many, many years and you know, during a time where I was focusing so much on growing my business and raising my kids and just doing all the things to the point where it really started to take a toll on my health because I wasn't focused on it, I finally hit my breaking point. I finally saw a picture of myself and realized I was the heaviest I'd ever been. I didn't feel good. I was feeling awful about myself. And I decided to get serious about doing something different. And so that just started putting me down a lot of rabbit holes. I started doing a ton of research on the actual science of weight loss and trying to figure out how I had gotten to this point. And What started happening is that I started to discover that pretty much everything that we've all been told our whole lives, our entire lives about what's healthy and what's not healthy, basically all the things, right, that everybody always says, all the experts are telling us, it's not true. It's one lie after another. And so I started to like really dive into what are the root causes of what's causing us as a society to gain weight? What's causing me to gain weight? What is it? Started learning about things like insulin resistance and gut health and hormonal imbalance and started realizing how those three things are are basically the root cause of like 99% of the health issues we're facing today. And as I started learning all of this stuff, I also started to actually apply it. And I was applying it to my own life. So I was changing what I ate and I created a better system that was basically just healing my own body from the inside out. And 
it was amazing, right? Along the way, I lost more than 40 pounds, but I also just became so incredibly passionate about this topic and about really about sharing everything that I've learned with as many people as I possibly could. Because honestly, there's nothing that impacts us in life more than our health. I've I've helped people for years with lots of things. I've written seven books. I talk about time management. I talk about business. I talk about organizing your home, right? I, like I have so many different things that I'm that I love to talk about. But if you don't feel good, it prevents you from being able to do anything else. It prevents you from being able to set goals and live your best life and and just go out and crush it. And so now I'm on a mission to change the world by helping women transform their health because I know it's the gateway to everything else that you want to do in life. And I feel like I, the more I talk about it, the more passionate I get. If you've been listening to this podcast since the beginning, you're probably starting to see that and sense them. But I'm, I'm almost to the point where I feel like this is a revolution. You guys, this is a revolution. We are starting a health revolution. And so that is what this podcast and really the whole Thinlicious brand is all about. It's about freedom, the freedom to feel your best, the freedom to not be controlled by food addictions and by carb addictions ever again, and the freedom to confidently pursue all of the things you want to do in life, all of your big goals, all of your dreams, because your health and your weight issues are no longer holding you back. This is so much bigger than fitting into your skinny jeans. This is about freedom. And if that gets you excited, then you'll probably like it here. <laughs> we are health rebels, right? I'm like, that's what I'm calling us, guys. We are the health rebels. And we are not afraid to question the status quo or to do it a little differently around here. And so, yeah, that's where we're at. But in today's episode, I want to talk not so much about just like weight loss per se, but about really a topic I think that affects all of us, especially this time of year as we're heading straight into cold and flu season. So today we're going to talk about how to supercharge your immune system and just some of the really practical things that you can do to stay healthy this time of year, as well as what to do when you do actually get sick to help you you recover a lot faster. I'm just going to share my process and you can take it or leave it, decide whether it's a bunch of crazy voodoo or sounds like it might work, but you can decide for yourself because I don't know about you, but I, I absolutely hate getting sick, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. And thankfully for me, it, it does happen pretty rarely. Um, I, all through the COVID pandemic, I actually never got sick one single time. And, um, I, uh, you know, knock on wood, I feel like I'm jinxing myself. And so it's really a, a very, a big rarity. My family gets sick more often than I do, but it rarely happens to me. But when I do, I'm such a, such a whiner about it because it makes me so crazy. I get so annoyed because there's always so many other things that I want to be doing. And I, feel like having to take the time to be sick and not feel good and not have energy and have my brain feel all foggy. It just, it really bothers me so much. So if I can avoid that as much as possible, then I am all for it. Ain't nobody got time for that, right? So that's what we're going to talk about because it's a topic that's fresh on my mind, having just experienced it for the first time in probably like three or four years. 
Um, of course, anytime I got to start with a disclaimer, anytime we're talking about medical conditions and specific health things, I'm just going to start with that disclaimer. I'm not a doctor and what I'm going to share with you today is not medical advice and should not be taken as such. It is just my opinion based on what I've learned from doing my own research and what I've seen work for me and my family. But real quick, before we dive in, I did want to mention one other quick thing. If you are new here and you want to know more about just how Thinlicious can help you reach your health goals and your weight loss goals, I have put together a super helpful on-demand training video that you can go and you can watch it for free. It's called How to Lose Weight and Get Healthy for Life Without Dieting, Drugs, or Making Yourself Miserable. How's that for a mouthful title? <laughs> it's actually really good and very informative. It's it's long. It's about an hour, hour and a half long, depending on whether you watch the whole Q&A that's at the end. But you can watch it absolutely free. All you have to do to access it is go to thinlicious.com slash video. So once again, the URL for that training is thinlicious.com slash video. So go check it out. But for now, let's talk about just some of the steps that you can take right now today to start supercharging your immune system and keep yourself or your family healthy this year, as well as how to bounce back a whole lot quicker when you do get sick. So first things first, why do we even get sick in the first place this time of year? (laughs) Well, there there are lots of reasons probably, but I think the main culprit is that we're just spending a lot more time together inside, right? We're heading back to school and back to work after summer vacations and coming into close contact with people and their germs all day long. And then as the weather gets colder, we tend to spend even more time indoors, which just increases our exposure to all those germs. And not only that, the cold weather and the dry air, when the air gets drier, it can actually weaken our immune systems and make us even more susceptible to getting sick. But honestly, I think it's not even just about other people and their germs. It's also really about the state of our own bodies because this time of year, going back to school, going back to work, having all these activities, having so much stuff going on, we got the holidays coming up. All of that starts to bring extra stress. And so whether it's lack of sleep or poor nutrition or just feeling like we have too much to do or feeling crazy trying to ramp up for the busy holiday season or just lots of changes in our lives, I think our immune system can easily become compromised and that makes it easier to catch whatever is going around. So basically it's like the perfect storm, higher stress levels, colder weather, more exposure to germs. And then if you're traveling your chances of getting sick are even higher. Like they go basically through the roof. And that was definitely my problem last week. I traveled to a conference where I spent four super, super intense days (laughs) in very close proximity with 5,000 people. It was a huge conference. There was so much going on. It was so intense. I hardly slept at all because my you know, first of all, you're socializing with people and there's, you're going to conferences the whole time and then you want to talk. And then we were drinking more afterwards and, you know, having, drinking more wine in the room and not sleeping. And my mind was racing, didn't drink enough water, didn't eat super great. And basically, you know, over the course of those four days, pretty much just ran myself into the ground. And I loved it. I loved every minute. I would do it all over again in a heartbeat, but it definitely took its toll. So within a day of getting home, it just all caught up with me. And you know, 
you know that feeling, right? When you know you're getting sick because all of a sudden you can feel it. You can feel it like in the back of your throat. You feel it coming on. It's the worst. I hate, 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 hate getting sick. And then of course, of course I passed it on to my husband and I passed it on then to my daughter. So even after I was feeling better, they were still dealing with the repercussions. And my poor daughter was so mad at me because it was homecoming week and she is a senior and she did not want to miss out. It was just ugh, not fun. So I'm digressing, but what's the solution? What's the solution? Because obviously we can't lock ourselves in a bubble and avoid the whole world for six months out of the year, right? That's not super practical. And honestly, we tried that during the pandemic with all the different lockdowns and and now that we like have the the benefit of perspective and hindsight we all the research shows that none of those lockdowns were effective really in any way in fact they caused way more problems than they solved especially just in terms of social ramifications and mental health issues so i don't think any of us want to go back there right let's not do that again but the good news is that there are actually a lot of things that you can do to avoid getting sick and to naturally boost your immune system. They're not instant fixes. It's not like magic cures, but I think they're just general practices that if you are conscientious of of doing these on like all the time, they're going to help build up your resistance to a lot of the germs that are out there so that you're not constantly coming down with something, right? The best the best way to stop yourself from getting sick is to make sure that you're just living a healthy lifestyle. And so I would say even, you know, like I said, I uh, before last week getting sick, I hadn't been sick in, in at least three or four years because this is just kind of the way that I live for the most part, you know, and, and just kind of the practice that I follow. And what I've read is that people who follow these practices report that they rarely get sick as well. So I know this works. So definitely here, in no particular order, some of the things that you can start doing right away and some of the practices you can make or the changes that you can make in your lifestyle if you're not doing these things already to just stay healthy during cold and flu season. So first first thing is, you know, I would be remiss to not say this, but the first thing is to just eat well. And we talk a lot about food on this podcast and what you should be eating as part of a healthy diet in order to reduce insulin resistance and heal your gut. So I'm not going to go super deep into that today because you can listen to a gazillion episodes on that. But basically, a whole food diet that's low in sugar and low in carbohydrates and that avoids processed and inflammatory foods and a diet that is high in protein, right? Nutrient-dense protein, and that also includes plenty of healthy fats, That's the best way to keep your body healthy all the time, right? It just is. I talk about it over and over and over again. I feel like I sometimes I'm like, maybe I'm preaching to the choir. Hopefully I'm preaching to the choir at this point, but I don't think so because it goes, it actually goes so much of it goes against conventional wisdom of what we think is healthy and, and, you know, all this, all the stuff we think we're supposed to be eating because that's what all the experts say. But, but here's what it is. Over and over and over, studies show that the healthiest way that you can eat is whole foods, right? Low sugar, low carbohydrates, avoiding as much processed stuff as you possibly can, especially the inflammatory stuff, right? The the highly processed vegetable oils, basically anything that is is processed or ultra processed food is going to be inflammatory. So just stay away from it. But then you also want 
lots of meats, especially lots of red meat and um, eggs and and dairy and and healthy fats, right? Olive oils, coconut oils, avocados, all of those things, salmon, getting plenty of that whole food, healthy fats in there is it's really the best way to keep your body healthy all the time. Fermented foods, if you can add those in, because as long as your gut is healthy, your immune system is going to be strong. So it's all connected. It all comes back to this sort of same lifestyle that you want to adapt and just stick with for the long term, not because it's going to help you lose weight, which it will, but because it's going to keep you healthy and keep you feeling good. So if that becomes the lifestyle that you adapt over time, you'll not only feel better in general, you'll improve your ability to fight off germs and all those bugs and viruses and all the other stuff. So that's number one is just eat well. Number two thing is sleep. You got to get lots of sleep and sleep is always important, but especially important during the winter months, during cold and flu season. So making sure that you're getting lots of quality sleep, it's just so good for your immune system because that's when you heal, right? That's when your body fights things off. And so even if you're not normally a really long sleeper, trying to get a little extra sleep during this time of year can be really, really helpful. Um, For most people, you need at least seven to nine hours of sleep per night. And if this is something that you really struggle with, then really focus on getting intentional about doing whatever you can to improve your sleep, whether it's getting a better nighttime routine, shutting off electronics a few hours before bed. That's a big one. And that's being shown to be have such a huge effect and such a huge impact on people's sleep patterns is looking at your phone, you know, until right before you go to bed. Um, But you might want to incorporate meditation, relaxation. And I will say too that, Sleep is a weird one for me because I I think I might be one of those, I don't know what it's called, like a short sleeper. Have you ever heard of this? Um, My husband is convinced that I am a short sleeper, somebody who who actually needs less sleep. There's it's like a rare phenomenon because I have a really hard time. I feel like I have gotten the most amazing night of sleep if I get six hours. That's like a long night of sleep for me. Um, Normally, it's more like four or five, and I feel really good, and I can keep going all day. And I try to get more (laughs) more sleep. I really do. But I have a hard, hard, hard time sleeping more more than six hours would be like a lot for me. And so sometimes I wonder about that because then I read things about – about like your brain shutting down if you, if this becomes a chronic thing. And I'm like, I don't feel sleep deprived. I feel like I'm doing great, but I don't know. So we'll see. Stay tuned on that. We might find out that I have holes in my brain at some point, <laughs> but I don't know. I've, I am trying, but I have started to do that, shutting off the electronics at night um, and starting to do a little bit more meditation to see if I can, if that will help me. Um, I actually don't have any trouble getting to sleep. It's, it's, I just tend to be such an early riser. So we'll see, stay tuned on that. But that is definitely one is to get lots of sleep. Um, another thing is to make sure that you are drinking plenty of water and staying very hydrated because dehydrate dehydration can weaken your immune system. And in the winter, especially if you live, in the more northern northern climates, but even in the south, it, it tends to not be as humid in the in the winter, right? The the air is much drier, and so you are going to dry out. It's sucking the, it's sucking the air out of you too. If you notice that your skin is really dry, and you just want to be making sure that you're drinking plenty of water throughout the day, 
Um, you may even want to consider adding in electrolyte powder a couple times a day, like the sugar-free kind. I really like the element um, electrolyte powder is really, really good. And herbal teas are really great too. Um, plus they're full of natural antioxidants. Just stay away from the soda, stay away from sugary drinks. Anything like that is actually going to make things worse for you. So staying hydrated, very important. Another great way to just keep your immune system boosted is with supplements, right? There's lots of supplements that you can take that will help your immune system. And I've even done a whole podcast episode on some of my favorite supplements for um, just for, for different things, for insulin resistance and, and gut health and all those things. But I would say for specific immunity boosting supplements that I like to take during this time of year, I don't necessarily take all of these all year round, but during cold and flu season, Definitely vitamin D, making sure that you're taking vitamin D every day. Um, most people are deficient in vitamin D. I think it's they say it's like 80% of the population is vitamin D deficient. And vitamin D is a big um, immunity boosting vitamin. So really big one. Um, probiotics, because it's all about gut health, right? I always take probiotics. So I would always recommend that. And then vitamin C is one that I don't normally take year round, but during this time of year, I do take a lot of vitamin C every single day because um, I just like to make sure that I'm getting that. And then zinc, I like to take this time of year as well. Really essential for proper immune system function. And it will also reduce the duration of cold and flus. So that's a really good one too. And then the other one I like to take this time of year is quercetin. Um, I don't always take that all the time, but again, this time of year, as I'm trying to boost my immune system, that's one that I'll take um, take on the regular. So those are some of the, the good supplements. Um, and then another thing that you'll want to do is, is just focus on reducing stress, right? Just like you want to be getting more sleep, you also want to try to keep your cortisol levels down because stress has a major impact on your immune system. It makes you way more susceptible to illness. And the more that you have going on, the more you have weighing on you, the more susceptible you are to getting sick. And so you've got to find those ways to just manage and reduce the stress in your life. And sometimes that might mean cutting back on activities, saying no to stuff, hiring help if you've got too much to do. But it could also mean limiting your exposure to stressful things, right? Reading the news all the time. It's like we've got so much crap happening in the news. It can be, it can be, it's easy to have that start to weigh on you, but even, you know, other negative influences or toxic people that are stressing you out might be something that you need to set some boundaries on as well. But reducing stress is big. Um, and then another thing that you'll want to do is try to get outside every single day. Nature is so powerful when it comes to our health. And there's such a connection between, you know, just getting fresh air and getting out into the world and also just boosting your immune system. So make sure that you are getting at least 20 to 30 minutes in the fresh air, especially especially if there's sunshine. And if you're in the north and you and sun is more rare and you see the sun come out, go out there, right? That's going to give you natural vitamin D, so that's huge. And it just will boost your spirits, it'll make you feel better even if it's cold, get out there and enjoy enjoy the fresh air as much as you can. And then finally, the other thing, and I don't think that we get, you know, it might sound a little a little bit woo-woo, and I don't think we give enough credence to this, but practicing, actively practicing positivity and gratitude is huge when it comes to just supercharging your immune system. 
there's actually so much evidence to support this that having a positive attitude and, and, and an attitude of gratitude can greatly improve your physical health. I just read this study that was done over the course of 50 years on these nuns um, about their positivity and optimism. And it, it was like the, the nuns, cause they would have to, they had to journal every day for like 50 years. Right. And so they went back and looked at all these journal entries and they, they, you know, determined from all of these daily journal entries over the course of 50 years, which of the nuns were super positive and optimistic versus which ones were super negative. And all of the optimistic ones lived uh, like, way longer. I think on average 10 years longer than the than the pessimistic nuns and there was just like a, a, a their quality of life was better, right? Everything was better. And so when we start to focus on the good things in our life, it really does boost it boosts your mood, it boosts your health, it boosts your immune system, your overall well-being. And so I would just encourage you to look for ways that you can do it. Something that I recommend doing is super simple is get a journal or a notebook and put it on your nightstand. And before you go to bed, write down, since you're turning off your phone now, um, you'll have a little extra time, but you record three wins, right? Three wins. Just something you learned for the day, something you did, something you accomplished, something good that happened to you, something nice somebody else did for, for you, something that you're just grateful for, right? Doesn't matter what the wins are, but come up with three positive things. Because that will put you just in, into a positive mindset before sleep and also help you to wake up feeling grateful. And it's amazing how that works. And it's such a simple thing, but it can make such a difference in your life. So those are kind of those are kind of the preventative things. Um, and those are the things that you can do on an ongoing basis to keep yourself healthy and keep your immune system strong. But even with that, especially if you're just starting those things, you know, it might take some time to actually reap the rewards of that. There might be times, still be times beside where despite your best effort, you're going to still get sick, right? So what, what then? What do you do to get yourself feeling better and back to normal as quickly as possible? Well, like I said, this literally just happened to my family last week. So it's all very fresh in my mind. <laughs> and I'm also going to just put out the warning again that I am basically hippy dippy when it comes to all this stuff. I don't like taking traditional medicine unless I absolutely have to. I'm not a big doctor person. I would so much rather focus on natural remedies that help my immune system recover faster. But so that said, here these are the kind of the exact steps that I, I take anytime I get sick or my husband gets sick or one of our kids gets sick. So number one, we load up on vitamins, but especially on vitamin C. I'm, I'm big into supplements. I already talked about that. But the moment that we feel something coming on, we go into like vitamin overdrive. My kids actually, get, they're, they're, they're used to it now. But when they were younger, they're like, I can't believe you're making me take all these big pills, right? But specifically, I make them do and we'll do something that I call macro dosing on vitamin C which just means taking way more than the recommended dose, right? Like several, several caplets. And those vitamin C pills are really big. I don't know why we have such big ones, but they're really big. But you take like four or five of them at a time and then take it in super high doses throughout the day. So I'll do that like several times throughout the day. 
And you can actually do this with vitamin C because your body can't absorb more than it can use. It's impossible to overdose on vitamin C because you just flush out the excess. But I have this theory and I can't prove it, right? I don't have the actual data to back this up. I just have my own um, experiential uh, data. But my theory is that your body will be be flushing, you know, it's an antioxidant. The vitamin C is an antioxidant. And so it's flushing out the bad stuff and flushing out the toxins as you're flushing out the excess vitamin C. And that's my theory. Don't know if it's true, right? It could be total something I'm just making up in my head, but I really feel like it works. So definitely the macro dosing on vitamin C is like first first line of defense for us for and for our family and and I and it really does work. I mean we when we get when we do get sick uh, we tend to recover within just, you know, like it's not hours, but it's usually about a day and a half, 2 days max. Um as opposed to, you know, being down for the count for the whole week. Um so we we take the vitamin C, but we also take the other vitamins that I talked about, vitamin D, zinc, definitely zinc, extra quercetin, and then magnesium is also a really good one. We don't macrodose on those ones. We'd basically just take the normal amount because any of the fat soluble vitamins you can overdose on those, right? You can only your body can only process a certain amount. So it's only the vitamin C that we take in in high doses. Um okay. So the next thing that we do, our second second line of defense is essential oils. We use a lot of essential oils. And I have been using Young Living essential oils. You know, I know there's different brands. I personally have been using Young Living for a really long time now, at least 10 years. And I am a huge believer in the power of oils. And so our favorite one for sickness is one that's called Thieves, which most people have heard of, right? Like they have all these Thieves products now and and it's a big one. But if we feel sick and especially especially if we feel anything in our throats, we will just drop Thieves into our throats several times a day. Um, I also like to rub rub one that's called ImmuPower, ImmunoPower, something like that. I don't know if it's ImmuPower or ImmunoPower. Um, but I like to rub that one on my forearms and also on the bottom of my feet. And then oregano is also a good one for the bottom of your feet as well for just like helping because your, your, the oils will absorb really quickly into the bottom of your feet. And it's also far away from your nose. So if you don't like the smell, you don't have to smell smell it all. I don't like the smell of oregano, um, but it does help. So um, peppermint can also be really helpful for helping with headaches. You can put it on your temples or behind your ears or on your earlobes and can help with congestion. You can put it underneath your nose um, or on your sinuses. And then if you're really congested, you can put a few drops of eucalyptus and peppermint in boiling water and breathe in the steam. So definitely essential oils are a big part of our process of just healing from the sickness. The third thing that we do is is we hydrate with tea and broth. And so we drink lots of water, right, to stay hydrated, but also lots of herbal tea. I typically like to add some peppermint essential oil to the tea and make it into a peppermint tea. And then bone broth is really, really good for you as well. Lots of good protein in in there and collagen in there. And a lot of times when you're not feeling good, you're not super hungry, but the tea and bone broth can just – kind of make you feel nourished and make you feel good inside and it's warm and it's, and it's good. 
Um, and then the fourth thing that we do try to do is get as much rest as possible for the first 24 hours. And it's not always possible. It just kind of depends what we have going on, right? Sometimes we still have to go about our day. We don't have the luxury of laying in bed all day. Um, but if we can, we just try to give ourselves as much time to rest and recover. Um, and, and it, you know, if that means just coming home from school or work and just going straight to bed at 5 p.m. if you're feeling crappy, sometimes just that little bit of extra sleep can make all the difference, especially if you're loading up on the vitamins and oils ahead of time. And like I said, I'm not a huge fan of taking any traditional medication if I can avoid it. But if I do get into a situation where I need to take something, it's normally the Alka-Seltzer Plus cold and flu medicine, which is the kind where you put the tablets in the water and you let them dissolve. And I don't know if that's better than you, better for you than any other stuff. Probably not. Um, like I said, I hate taking it, but it it does help um, and does help like mask the symptoms if I actually need to function. And I will say like last week, all of these things definitely worked and they worked fast for us. I had about a day and a half of feeling, feeling really crappy before I started feeling better. And it was about the same for my husband and, and for my daughter. And she did still manage to cheer at the football game and she made it to homecoming and she was fine. So all's well that ends well. <laughs> um, but in the end, I, I think that the old adage is very true. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, right? And if you can make these sort of healthy, just healthy lifestyle changes a part of your daily routine and take care of yourself both physically and mentally, you're going to have a much better chance of staying healthy during cold and flu season. But in the event that you do get sick, it's always good to have some natural remedies at your disposal for when that happens. So hopefully kind of both sides of those, sort of what you can do preventatively and what you can do acutely will help you stay healthy and help you get back to feeling your best um, if you do happen to get sick. That said, if you have your own tried and true remedies for staying healthy and for recovering from sickness, I would absolutely love to hear about them. So send me an email. Um, you can email me at ruth at ruthsukup.com or at hello at thinlicious.com. And also, if you are in our Thinlicious Facebook group, um, then let's talk about it. Uh, share your share your thoughts, share your ideas, share your remedies, the things that you swear by. I would love to hear those as well. And if this episode was helpful for you and you want to take a deeper dive into understanding the science behind our TAS program and how we can help you reach your health and weight loss goals, then again, be sure to check out that free training video I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. Once again, you can find it at thinlicious.com slash video. All right, you guys, that is about all I have for today. I will see you back here very soon for another new episode.